0: repertoire holy cow she is absolutely positively amazing um the list is endless 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 on what this woman is doing um she has her phd in clinical sexology no i'm sorry clinical psychology yes yes clinical psychology she has a b she's on she's on with us oh dominiana Hi, um, it's pronounced Damiana. 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 I apologize. Damiana. I mm-hmm. apologize. I'm going to butcher that for a while. I apologize. Apologize. It's no a, problem. It's such a beautiful name. <laughs> Damiana. Thank you. Damiana. So, Thank you. Um, again, I am praising, praising everything that you do. It is absolutely amazing. You have a clinic, uh, a PhD in clinical psychology, a BA in Psych and a um, graduate, um, I, I believe a BA or an MA in psych and a BA in um, human behavior. Yes, mm-hmm. it's 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 amazing. I love it. And you've been a dom uh, a dominatrix for how long now? This is my 20th year. Wow, impressive, impressive. Um, wow. Just, just to just to go back a little
1: bit to. Um, Clarify the master's is in uh, the PhD is in clinical psychology. The master's is in counseling psychology, Ah. and the the bachelor's is in behavioral sciences.
0: That is incredible. And you've, uh, as I read here in your bio, you've merged your two passions together. I uh, have. And you are uh, doing Dominatrix uh, academies. Can you can you explain your academy to me?
1: Uh, I teach a. A couple of workshops the main one is called the dominatrix archetype workshop and it is very psychologically based as far as i know um it is the only workshop out there to teach women how to be dominatrixes based on a a psychological um like based on psychological theory Hmm. so um You know there are many many workshops out there teaching people how to um, do play in many skills uh, about BDSM, but this is this is the only one that I know of um, that is uh, you know teaching from the psychological um, from a psychological basis, and I think that everyone who plays in the BDSM arena can agree with me that BDSM is. At least 80% psychology
0: right I would it's in the agree. mind I would completely agree I um, actually looked up your website and I found that you have two academies and both academies are pretty much sold out your first one sold out and your second one I believe is yeah I'm sorry the workshops yes. are in uh, um, your November workshop is sold out and your December is filling up quickly can you tell me how many uh, how many people you actually enroll in your workshops because I think I honestly think every woman should have this in her repertoire
1: Thank you. So do I. (laughs) Um,
0: So um,
1: I only allow six women per workshop. That's why they sell out so quickly. And that is because I want to be able to, you know, be there alongside each student um, to, you know, see what they're doing and to to correct anything that they, you know, to give them feedback Um, on on how they're working and that's that's to me the best way to learn is to have a mentor by their side um, guiding them demo you know i do a lot of of demos in the workshop Um, so so yeah there's there's the main workshop which is the the dominatrix archetype workshop and then there's an, an advanced workshop that i teach um that one's there's there's the two are sold out right now in uh, November and December, um, but there are two in January that, I, that are on sale right now. The Advanced, which is open to graduates of the, of the Dominatrix Archetype Workshop, and then there's a new one, that um, a new Dominatrix Archetype Workshop that I just put out. But the uh, open enrollment is on sale, um, and that's at the end of January. So this is Alexandra. I have a question, if I may. Um, do you, do you find these are not just for women that want to go into the profession, right? These not, are no, that's right. It's not just women who want to become professional dominatrixes. It is open to women who want to go into the profession, but is also it is also open to um, what we call lifestyle DOMs, who are women who want to play in uh in their personal lives hmm. who might have partners who who want to be submissive submissive to them um but not only that it is open to all women who just want to take this workshop for personal growth reasons and i've had quite a few women who have come um for those reasons as well
0: so um back to you know, dr borges again i have a, a question how did you get started in this profession because i find it fascinating and, and, and it's a profession that you have to be really, really confident in yourself. And I applaud you because I, I'm very pro female woman empowerment. And I just think uh, having this in your repertoire, and I think, again, I go back to every woman should have this because every woman, we need to personally grow in our sexual uh, relationships. Women need to catch up. Yeah. Definitely. We're, we're playing catch up on, on so many levels from orgasms to how how we view sex. So um, again, I, I think that this is an amazing concept. How did you get your start in this? Well, I came about it
1: um, in a unique way. I, I came about it through my, when I was in my master's program in counseling psychology, um, I was assigned to write a paper on um, they said to pick any disorder out of the DSM it's the diagnostic uh, it's just a statistical manual of uh, mental disorders mm-hmm. and so you know I didn't want to pick anything like you know clinical depression and and all those kind of de- you know all, all of those disorders in there that didn't sound um, I don't know it just sounded Quite sad <laughs> right, Exactly. And yeah and there's
0: nothing wrong with you know finding uh, something you can you know dig your teeth in in regards to sexual related I find that those are the most fascinating yeah. concepts and topics yeah so so the one that sounded the most
1: interesting um, was sadomasochism mm-hmm. and so um, I, I wanted to do the paper on that um, and I'd, I'd always been interested in sex anyway
0: um, Thank you Jesus. And so. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Oh my God, we have so much in common. <laughs> Alexandra, are you interested Wait. in sex too?
1: <laughs> we do have a lot uh, in common, Denise, uh, because I'm, I'm also a certified sexologist. Oh, well. bravo. Bravo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so, you know, at that time I, I needed to write the paper and my sister had a friend who was into it. I mean, I knew he was kinky. Uh, But I didn't know, you know, the details about it So I asked her if I could talk to him And and I did, I interviewed him um, And he, you know, it was very, very interesting Learning about the submissive mindset So, um, you know, we went on to to do some play You know, he, he said, are you interested in this? And I was like, yeah, you know, I wouldn't mind It just kind of came easy to me And then it went from there
0: Okay, so I'm going to have some loaded questions. Do you mind if I ask you some very loaded questions? And again, if something, feels, if something feels uncomfortable, please, uh, you know, just <laughs> let me know. And I'll still, like, bombard <laughs> you with the same question <laughs> in a different way. But, um, okay, so um, are you finding that... that uh, Are you finding that uh, as a dominatrix, I'm assuming, and I could be wrong again, is your clientele mostly males or are you finding that some women are actually jumping in on the bandwagon to be more submissive?
1: Well, um, my clients are mostly male, but sometimes I do have female clients come in, which is always a treat. Um, And sometimes there's couples that come in, which I love. I love working with couples. And so uh, there's usually you know a, a partner partners a man and a, a male and a female who come in and we play it that way so but yes the more, majority are men
0: okay and so um can, are you allowed to share with us like some of the oddest requests that you've had in regards to some of your some <laughs> Well let's not call them odd. Uh, let's call them eccentric <laughs> okay eccentric um a little different exotic. have you ever been surprised by a request
1: you know, I don't think I've ever been surprised, <laughs> but I, I guess the oddest request would be um, in the humiliation arena. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, do and, tell.
0: Juicy, do tell.
1: <laughs> well, um, you know, so I've had a few. Okay. I've had a, a couple of um, clients who are interested in extreme humil- hum- humiliation, and those are always really fun um and it's not they're not the, the more common requests so um so the, the most fun sessions i've had are the ones that say you know i want to be humiliated i have no limits just take me wherever you want to go uh <laughs> i don't know if i really want to go there because you know like there might be, i might be blowing people's minds too much
0: well <laughs> I don't know. i'll just let my imagination you know work overtime here and, uh, but I I think it's great. I think, I think when somebody has to go that, that route of humiliation, that's talking, you're talking about extreme vulnerability and, Mm -hmm. and trust. They must completely trust trust you. And that's amazing to have. That's very important. Right. And, and the trust factor. So again, okay. So trust factor is a mutual. So how do you go about building the trust that you may have like for a new clientele do you interview them do you do you screen them how, how do you decide what clients you're yeah. going to take on so I have an
1: application process and it's um, you know when when I get an email from someone who is requesting session uh, I give them I, I email back pretty much it's, it's like a form response and letting them know the information that I need from them and I want a short bio. Uh, I want references from other doms they've seen. If they don't have references, they can skip that part. Um, they have to, they, they are required to do a phone interview with me. Um, so in the phone interview, I pretty much, you know, I can tell there in the phone interview, if this is someone, you know, if, if it's the first timer, they're not gonna have references. So uh, if this is a person I feel, I feel, yes, I wanna play with this person. Then we go to the next step, which is, you know, they put down a deposit, which after they put down the deposit, then that, you know, we they can book a date. We can book a date and a time. Um, and then that and that's, then we go from there. And so the interview goes from, you know, like I read the email. I can kind of get a sense. I'm I'm an expert at reading energy, you know, right. even in email. So. I read, you know, what, what they're like. They, I can get a sense of who they are from the email, and then I can get a better sense of who they are in the, on the phone interview. And then we talk again um, in person. Uh, we want to, I mean, that's part of the trust-building process is talking and talking and connecting, you know, like we have to keep connecting um, every step along the way, enough for them to feel safe, enough to let go and surrender in the session.
0: Excellent. Um, I know that we're going to be breaking very quickly here but i don't want to lose momentum because i think that this is really really important and my my next questions for you are extremely uh uh specific so i look forward to see she doesn't give
2: up on the questions she doesn't (laughs) i don't
0: mind you're my hero right now definitely my hero this is you're my first dog great all right thank you Okay, please give us a call at 760-554-8255. You definitely, definitely have got to talk to this dominatrix. She is absolutely amazing. From her background to what she offers. Whew! We're just getting started. Please...
2: Good talk. From the sensual to the naughty. This is tantalizing conversation about humans' favorite pastime. iHub Radio presents Denitza After Dark.
0: Join me in welcoming back Damiana Chi, a Dominic... From Los Angeles, California, who I believe everybody should be booking because her repertoire and her resume is just outstanding. So, Damiana, t- we left off with, uh, with, with a few concepts here, so I have another specific question for you. Uh, first of all, um, we, we, we do some game playing here, and we're trying to get my producer, <laughs> who is very opposite of a dominatrix to say the word orgasm. Okay. So, um, Damiana, can you can you please say the word orgasm? Orgasm. Okay, Alexandra. I say every day. I say that word every day. Right? Right. That's okay. Funny. Okay. Uh, my producer has not said it in years. So, oh my <laughs> we are. Tr- I don't. Okay. We're just saying. So <laughs> we're just trying to get her to open up a bit and feel. Uh, uh, maybe I think, Alexandra, you should go to this academy. Oh my God! I think you should go, but we're gonna we're gonna talk about that later off the air, and maybe we can get you there. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> this would be amazing. Okay, so Damiana, tell me, do you do you take this um, your work because I think this is your profession, and do you also um, take it into your own relationship, or is it completely separate? So
1: I am what's called a lifestyle dominatrix, as well as a professional dominatrix so the professional part is you know that i i see clients as a dominatrix but in my personal life i have personal slaves um i have you know what's it's it's called stable of slaves i guess Mm -hmm. you would say um and these are my subs who they they're called service subs so they they do things for me uh, they support my life in how, whatever ways I need. Do you so, have a hierarchy in your, deep, in, your, your, in your
0: pen? Do you have a hierarchy?
1: You know, somewhat. You know, there's some slaves who are closer to me, much closer to me than others. But um, I feel very, very fortunate to have them all. How many do you um, have? I, hmm. um, you know, there's there's like, you know, like a group of, like a handful of main my main slaves who I, I communicate with on a daily basis pretty much. And then it kind of goes out to like maybe, you know, um like a few more from there that I talk to on a semi, you know, a couple of times a week and then um yeah, and then and then you know, I've I've been doing this for so long. I have so many relationships. Wow. It's kind of like, you know, when you have friendships. Right. It's the same. It's the same. You have some that are very, very close, um, and you those are the very most trusted relationships, friendships, and then it just from and then you have you know kind of like the acquaintances and all. But I would say it's it's exactly equivalent to that.
0: Okay, so um, are there clubs? for dominatrix uh is there groups i mean I, I, yes. everybody every yeah. every little sexual group has like you know when you have your swingers group you have you have um your straight group you have your um homosexual groups you have your lesbian groups you have so where does that tie in with the dominatrix
1: mm-hmm. so there's a club in la called um bar sinister um and that would be a club that you can kind of, you know, you can go out and see some BDSM play going on. Um, and there's also events, you know, there's events and they're called play parties.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So there's places that hold play parties. I hold play parties too sometimes. Oh. Um, and play parties are are parties where, you know, you go, it's kind of like any party where you socialize and, but, but then there's an anything goes part of it. Right. <laughs> where, Um, well that's when your subs come in they cook for you and they clean. (laughs) clean they serve they're there to serve yes but I mean if you wanted to attend a play party you are you're welcome to play Um, Ah. you know you're welcome to play in in a BDSM way in a a DS way in an SM way um, is this exclusive
0: is this exclusive or invitation only some, some of them are
1: Okay. Some of them are exclusive, um, but then there's public ones. Okay. You know, there's um, Sanctuary is a is a BDSM house in in LA. It's it's near um, LAX, mm-hmm. and they hold um, public parties so that you can just go. You know, you can just pay admission and go. Um, you know, I don't I don't attend these, so I'm not the one who who you know who knows. The best about what's going on out there and the scene because I don't really hang out in the scene.
2: Mm.
1: But um,
0: yeah, they're out there. Okay, so tell me, okay, I'm going to ask you a few more questions about, uh, <clears throat> excuse me about um your workshops and i think sure. um i think um we're going to be talking about that in our next segment so all our listeners can really have something to bite on because i i want and toys and toys we want to yeah. make sure we have enough time for the toys so yeah that, that's, that's important that's wait. what that's what important. toys you're using who makes them for you because i'm sure they're custom yes oh i can't wait to hear about that custom made toys okay yes thank you thank you thank you we have the most wonderful dominatrix here give us a call 760-554-8255 facebook instagram twitter oh and she's on all three of those too as well so you may want to just look her up
2: Your erotic on. Frank conversation that is 100% sex positive with Dr. Denitza Borges. She has no hang ups, so feel free to jump in and get frisky. Call 760 544 8255. That's 760 544 TALK. It's your kind of party line on iHub Radio's Denitza After Dark. You can also text the show. That's 760-699-0202 for texting. Now, here's Denitza. Hi everyone, good
0: evening. Join me in thanking Damiana for being on our show this evening. She is an amazing dominatrix out of Los Angeles, California, and we have been having the most interesting discussion. I'm learning so much, so thank very you. Very da- insightful. Very, very. Thank you, Damiana, for being on our show.
1: Oh, you're welcome, and I'm having an amazing time. Thank you for having me.
0: Definitely. Um, I, yeah, I can, a- I, can
1: I make a clarification before you um, ask your next question? I would love it. Um, And this is this is just a clarification about what you said in the previous segment about the word orgasm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I it's the word I say almost every day, but I usually say it with the word painful in front of it.
0: Painful orgasm.
1: Uh Painful orgasm. So it's not just a regular orgasm. It's not a pleasurable orgasm. I mean, that's you know, what's the fun in that? It's we're doing BDSM.
0: Right. Exactly. Well, um, I'm <laughs> I'm trying to convince my uh, producer here that every time we finish a sentence, it w- we have to say the words uh, with sex. So <laughs> orgasm with sex. Orgasm with sex. Producer Alexandra, <laughs> just saying. So uh, dominatrix with sex. <laughs> submissives with sex (laughs) everything is with sex here that's why it's called sex talk so um my next question is speaking of sex for the gazillionth time um so dominatrixes have their own toys and their own fetishes and their own preferences is that is that correct we have our own well i have my own toys um some dominatrixes
1: you know don't have their own dungeons so they go and rent dungeons for sessions
0: Okay, and so can you yeah. tell me some of the toys that you have? Are they custom made specifically for you? How do you pick which toys you like? Is there a preference?
1: So um, most of my toys are not custom made for me, but my favorite toys, I would say, are um, are specially made. Like they, they're you know handcrafted by skilled artisans who specialize in making these particular toys. Like I have um, my favorite floggers and whips that are, um, you know, they are m- better made than, let's say, the ones you buy if you just go into a, an, a BDSM store and buy them off the rack.
0: Right, exactly. And um, what's the turnaround time if you were having something like this custom made?
1: You know, I usually buy my, my special ones that are not custom, but I, the specialty you know, the ones made by craftsmen, craftspeople, um, I buy those at um, conventions, ah. you know, like there's a there's a dominatrix convention in L.A. called DomCon. And that happens every May. Um, there's there's DomCon in New Orleans, which happens in, you know, I haven't been to that one, but I think it's, it's in um, August, September, something like that.
0: I want to go to DomCon. I want to go. Oh, you <laughs> should. Gonna, you would there. have so <laughs> much fun. I want to go in May. <laughs> okay, we are definitely keeping in touch. You are like my clinical sexologist tribe sister, so I am keeping in touch. I want to go to DomCon. Sure. Oh. Uh, do
1: any go Do, go do any of your Do any of your subs <laughs> make toys? Mm, no, none of my subs make toys.
0: Okay, so but, do um, I have to wear leather? I want to wear leather and spandex, and I want a flogger.
1: You can wear all of that. Oh, in fact, right. you know, I, I'm, ha- um, you know, I'm having a, a private dinner party seeking a leather. I'm having a private dinner party on um, the day after Thanksgiving that I'm calling Black Leather Friday, oh. which you would have to wear black and you would have to wear leather. Um, which I'm going to ex- extend an invitation for both of you <laughs>
0: oh, well, to come join. Thank you so much I for shopping. You. We are dressing up in leather. <laughs> that is what I am talking about. Well, okay, thank okay. you, thank you, thank you so much, Tamiana. Um, this is this is great. So, tell me about the leather. Tell me how why doms are so associated with leather. Because when I see leather, I think Catwoman, I think Dominatrix, I think power, I think sexy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, there's something as, associated with leather um, that makes us think tough and rebel and you know, like that, that type of personality comes in, right? That, that feeling when, um, so, you know, I don't know what it is about the leather, but anybody dressed in
0: leather is usually like,
1: you know, knows what they're, knows what they're after, right?
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's that assertiveness, that gung ho confident mentality every time. Yeah. Men or women, right? Right. Men or women. It's not just women, Mm -hmm. but men or women. I got to tell you, okay, I'm just going to throw a fantasy out there. Just gonna throw one out there. Great. A dominatrix super skin type, body con leather outfit with a like commando hat, like a commander hat, like I don't mm-hmm. know if you right, really yes. wicked, very Soviet Union looking. <gasps> I have that. Oh my god, it's uh-huh. so hot! <laughs> right? I have that. Yes.
1: Yeah, I'll let you borrow it, oh! it at, at, my, at my dinner party. <laughs> oh,
0: that'll be freaking cool. I'll be the one taking all the camera selfies. Like, oh. oh my God. Oh, my God. You don't know what you're in for now. Oh, Diana. my God. This will be amazing. I'm like, please take a picture. Take a picture. I'll, be, I'll have enough uh, vodka inside me. I'll be speaking Russian by the end of the night. There oh you go. <laughs>
2: you know, you just
1: gave me an idea. Um, one of my subs is a professional photographer, and, and he always... She actually, uh, she goes by a she, um, Sh- Julia. She, does photo shoots at, at every one of my workshops, and I'm going to ask her because you just gave me this idea. She's going to have to do photo shoots at the dinner parties. Well.
0: Oh, that would be amazing! Just think of all your yeah. all your people though. they'll have an amazing time and great memories to uh, mm-hmm. to Christmas cards. Christmas cards. There you go. <laughs> yes,
1: yes. This is perfect. I'll do that during the cocktail hour.
0: Oh, oh that would be amazing. <laughs> okay, so oh I'm getting like I know I'm losing track, but that's okay. Um, okay. so are there some clients <laughs> that you just don't accept? What I, I know that for me, my, myself being a clinical sexologist, there are certain clients that call me and I just get a really weird vibe from them. Their energy is not good. So do you do you have that gut feeling as well? Have you ever had a situation where you're like, oh, I shouldn't have taken this individual?
1: You know, I guess I'm lucky to say that I've only had that happen once. And this was a long, long time ago when my sister and I uh, flew to New York, um, you know, like this was like I don't know, 15 years ago. Um, And we saw someone who was not right. Um, We we did a double session with him. It was just he was not, you know, something sketchy about him. And then we found out later that he was on cocaine. So um, that was the only time that that's ever happened where I kind of regret taking someone. But for the most part, I do a pretty good job of screening, Um, you know, so... If someone's not right for me, I just very politely tell them, you know, I refer them out.
0: Do you uh, have, you know? like, some ground rules? Do they sign a contract with you? Is this extremely confidential? I mean, I understand, like, when it's couples, it's between them. But do you find that uh, um, some of your, um, your clientele are married men who yes. are just coming in and, and trying to get this experience?
1: Oh, of co- yes, of course. You know, so it's confidential. I don't care what name they use; they can use whatever name they want, and you know, I'm, I would never tell about their session to anybody. It's it's extremely confidential. Um, so, you know, I a long, long time ago, I used to, I I, I learned from a couple of mentors who had this kind of a um, application form that they would fill out when they came in. And they'd have to sign a release form, like with their real name and everything. I, you know, I don't choose to do that. I, I, I respect their privacy.
0: That, that's, uh, that's you wonderful. Know. I know that you're right. There, there are some uh, therapists out there who are five six pages of uh, of a form to fill out and uh i know that i don't i choose not to do that as well i, I choose to respect yeah. people's privacy and uh and i think that that's one of the reasons why we receive the same clientele that they come back and they are continuous so i'm i'm mm-hmm. curious
1: you said that you 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 and your sister went out to new york and you had a client now did you go there for fun or did you go there particularly for this client fly out there Oh, no. We went out there to do to do a, um, you know, like a dominatrix tour. So we did, we went out there just to do sessions. My my sister's also dominatrix. Ah,
0: it's in the <laughs> so, family. I love it. Yeah, it's in the family. We, we're known
1: as the Chi sisters.
0: Ah, I love it.
1: So, you guys have good Chi.
0: <laughs> right? Good Chi. <Qi. laughs> yes.
1: So, oh, yeah, so we flew out there to, to you know, to book a few sessions. We booked a few sessions before we flew out and then we went out and, and uh, that's very very common there's dominatrix that do that, that a lot of them you know, most of their sessions are, are done traveling I'm not, I don't do that anymore I do all of my sessions um, based out of my, my dungeon in downtown
0: okay.
1: in, the, in downtown LA mm-hmm.
0: so your dungeon, can you describe what your dungeon would look like and, and what actually kind of occurs in there like how do you set the scene up and, and um, the equipment. the equipment and what can mm-hmm. your clients expect my dungeon is
1: unique. It's not like any other dungeon you'll ever see. I mean, um, if you if you see any other dungeons. My dungeon is, is very elegant. Um, you go in. It's called the Chi Temple. I call it the Chi Temple. Hmm. And so when you go in, you really have this vibe of it's kind of like a zen-like, sexy. There's a lot of red in there. Um, there's these, you know, tall wooden beams. I have high ceilings. So There's tall wooden beams that are kind of shaped like... Um, Buddhist temples have like these kind of like, you know, beams. I don't right. you know what you call it, but it's just it has that It looks like a temple, so I call it the Chi Temple. Hmm. Um, and so my my dungeon, I, my dungeon or BDSM studio, you know, when you walk in, you really feel like this is a fantasy space. Right. Like this is this is not like you're you're no longer in the regular world. You're in this fantasy space, and that's what I want people to feel. I want them to feel like they can come in and let go and be whoever they want to be, be the the submissive, the slave that they fantasize about being, um, and it's a safe place to be that.
0: How long do your sessions last?
1: My most common length of session is between two and three hours. Oh. Wow. Wow. because I, you know, I, I do shorter sessions too sometimes if, if you know that they can't afford the two hour, but um, two to three hours is like the most comfortable pace. The uh, session anytime of, for anybody, the, for the beginner, it's like you know um, it takes it takes time to connect with someone if we're meeting for the first time. So, you know. Meeting someone for an hour—it's not like you're going for a one-hour massage where you can just bang it out. You know, it's right. like you go and oh, you, you she know, said the word "bang." Sorry,
0: ding, 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 bang. <laughs> <laughs> Donita has this list of words, so I just love <laughs> it. Just love it. Say orgasm.
2: There you go. Yeah, See orgasm.
0: Like, like, are we on <laughs> Beavis and people pet people head? Are <laughs> <laughs> Orgasm Beavis. Okay. Uh-huh. All right, we are talking to the infamous. <laughs> Dominiana, <laughs> and we are having the most amazing time. Uh, yeah, we've got okay, so, much so much more left to talk about. Thank you. are you <laughs> welcome. Please join us in conversation at 760-554-8255. You can follow uh, iHub Radio on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can also follow Dominiana. Okay, so Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as well.
2: more than pillow talk and we go way beyond the big O. Radio that will bring you to the edge and over. Denitza, After Dark, on iHub Radio. Here's Dr. Denitza Borges.
0: Hi, and um, we've got a fabulous guest right now. Dominiana is amazing, 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 amazing. And I think I could talk to this dominatrix for hours because I am learning so much days 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 yeah we're learning so much So, thank you um so Damiana tell me this tell me some of the misconceptions you get in regards to being a dominate uh dominatrix and and where you are uh in regards to I think this is something healthy and I think anything that promotes healthy sex and offers a new outlet outlet it is amazing mm-hmm. and because I think we all need it, and we long for it, just as you know the animalistic side of us. so can you prob- yes. can you tell us about the health benefits of this as well as the misconceptions that uh, mm-hmm. you've experienced with with being a dominatrix?
1: Yes, uh, it is very, very healthy. Um, so I wrote my doctoral dissertation on this subject, and what I did for my dissertation is I, I interviewed 10 of my submissives um, and I wrote a 350 page dissertation um, about just different aspects of, you know, the play. And um, so what I came up with at the very end was that, you know, it's psychologically healthy to, uh, first of all, if you have kinks or fetishes to accept them. And not deny and or, or feel ashamed about them. So there's that first level, you know, the level of self acceptance. And then, um, you know, when you go and do a play, when you go and do uh, do a scene, and you're playing, and you and you go through a session, you're feeling accepted by another person. You know, the dominatrix. And then there's. Um, there's like chemical benefits too. So there's a lot of neurochemicals that that get produced when you go to a session. There's, um, you know, there's oxytocin,
0: well, um, serotonin. Be, yeah, your your endorphins must be kicked into endorphins. Right. Exactly. There's so so there's all these good feeling uh,
1: neurochemicals that that get produced, and the good feel you get a high from, you get a high from the play, and when you finish there's actually a the the feeling of well-being actually lasts a few days Mm. so there's that level um but there's also a psychological level which is you know this is what i talk about in my workshops um the psychological level is about psychological balance like so you know a lot of most of my clients are men and when they come in um to submit to a dominatrix they think that they just want to come and come in and like have a hot woman tell them what to do, you know? So that's kind of like the conscious level, right? right. Uh, but there's an unconscious level of benefit where, you know, when they come in, um, many of these men are high powered men who, you know, have a lot of decisions to make in their lives and they are not, you know, they're not allowed to, um, you know, just relax and, and just be, right? They have to be the decision makers in their family life, in their professional life, and just is a lot of pressure. Um, and so when they submit to a woman in a, in a domin- to dominatrix in the session, they are connecting to uh, the divine feminine right. because they are, um, they get to express themselves. In the female energy, well, I find you know, that uh, you know, so yeah, so very, The female very energy true. is about being. The masculine energy is about doing, right? Mm-hmm. And so, when a man submits, he's he's balancing himself out psychologically.
0: Well, I think he's also letting being. himself off the hook to not always have mm-hmm. to perform at yes. that level on a twenty-four yes. hour a day, seven days right. a week for the rest of his life. But right, are there misconceptions on 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 your profession, because I I don't see any. I I would, th- would think that your profession is something very very healthy, and it's an it's a wonderful outlet. There are so many
1: misconceptions. So um, I think that the the main stereotype of a dominatrix is that you know we are you know mean, um, cruel, just kind of selfishly oriented, where we're just beating on people. Um, no. So that is the op- that is the exact opposite of what it is we do. I do. You know, I'm not saying that all dominatrixes are are healthy, right? There's some that are not doing this the correct way, and so I'm not vouching for everyone. You, ha- you know, when you when you go and seek out a professional dominatrix, you have to seek out. You have to just look at their reputation. You have to you have to do your research.
0: How do they so, seek you out? So
1: I have a web. I have a few websites. Um, Please tell all
0: because we want to promote you. We think that this is fabulous. So give us your website. Give us your Instagram because I really want people to um, be able to reach out to you and use your services. So
1: um, my dominatrix website, my domination website is DamianaChi.com. And it's spelled D-A-M-I-A-N-A-C-H-I.com. And then I have my workshop website, which is the thedominatrixarchetype.com. And then I have a, a a coaching website where I do BDSM life coaching, and that is the the website for that is bdsmsexologist.com.
0: And you're also on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. I am. Okay. Um,
1: my Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook accounts are all under Damiana Chi PhD.
0: Excellent. Well, I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much for actually being my first guest on Danitza After Dark, and I am extremely. Oh privileged. wow! Yeah, I'm big. honored. I'm the, so you're honored. You are my first. You are my first dominatrix. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so so fortunate. <laughs> oh well, I had a great time
1: talking with you, and I um I had. I would love to come on anytime you want me.
0: Thank you. You are welcome to here yep. anytime, um, day or night. We do our best work at, in the dark. <laughs> we do the best work <laughs> in the dark. It's in the dark. <laughs> and so we we so look forward to uh, having you actually come into the studio and get some more information from you. So again, take some calls. Take We'd some calls, it. and it would be great. Some um, emails. Emails would be wonderful. And uh, we want to get some more feedback from you. That would be amazing. And uh, pick your brain some more. We are looking forward to next week's show. next week's show. Yeah, our next week's show. We'll be talking a lot about rabbits and vibrators. Or vibrators and rabbits, whichever comes first. <laughs> and uh, promoting some uh, vibrating toys that I just definitely know my producer will be all over. Yeah. Oh, my God. Say orgasm, Alexandra. Uh,
2: orgasm, Dr. Ward. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank Demi- you. Thank you both so much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you, Tamiana. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> One last orgasm. Bye.